This episode of the Sport Golf Game Podcast on the Sports Game Podcast Network is presented to you by Shady Rays. Shady Rays is having their best deal of the year. You go to ShadyRays.com and use promo code SGPN for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses and go to SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Shady to enter the Shady Rays Palais of the Day contest. And we're also brought to you by SGPN's Draft Week all week long. As you covered... With draft props, mock drafts, our live NFL draft watch party. So make sure you smash that subscribe button at youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast. All right, DJs, welcome back. I feel better tonight. I'm not solo. It's your boy, Boston Capper, with the God of Golf himself, Steve Shermer. We're here for the Mexico Open. Best bets. I'm in a much better mood tonight. I fucking hate doing solo podcasts. So. Thank you for joining me on vacation. You sound like you're in a better mood. Yeah, yeah. I literally, I fucking was dreading doing the, it's talking to myself in my brain on a normal day basis. That's fine. But into a microphone where I'm getting no feedback is horrific. Yeah, like Apple's iPhones have to like put like a, uh, when you give like the like emoji on a text message, like you did when I said, hey, can you go solo? Uh, there's gotta yeah. be like a tepid, like trepidation <laughs> like at that point. Because I know you hate solo shows, but thank you yeah. for picking up the slack. Yeah, uh, yeah I just, last night, my yeah, uh, wife was not feeling great. I'm on vacation. And I'm going to be honest, I didn't feel like breaking down the DFS slate with you anyways, because this is a garbage field. Yeah. Uh, as I mentioned on uh, in Discord, my uh, betting card is not finalized. So we're going to talk things through. So That's I got cool. a couple of bets I made, but uh, we'll see what happens. But uh yeah, I mean, uh, I'm in the Outer Banks. I'm on vacation. Uh, I only have access to one book, so I know exactly how you feel now. Uh, seeing all the prices <laughs> everybody know. else got, and I'm very limited yeah. what I got to do. So if I give out some yep. bets that I didn't get CLV, sorry. Yeah, okay. So but so so write, write a letter to the North Carolina congressman at that point because uh, they have not legalized sports betting yet. Yeah, there were. It's just like uh, some of the other states. They're just worried about uh, other dumb shit instead of just getting revenue into their state. Yeah, Super actually, fun. I was talking. Hey, thanks for the book tour, Ron, you piece of shit. Fucking come back home, fix your shit, and fucking legalize sports betting and stop banning books. You I Actually, I was talking to a bartender today, uh, and apparently North Carolina has strict rules about happy hours. So, oh, yeah. Yep. So you can't have more than no. two drinks in front of you at a time. Uh, if you're going to have, like, I actually asked him, like, what about, like, an Irish car bomb? He's like, well, I got to actually put the shot into the glass. Then you got, then you I'm shoot like, it. well, what's the fun in that? You know, the bomb is the fun part of that. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, apparently. And then uh, my, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just different. Uh, it's just different down here, I guess. Yeah, it's definitely different than the Northeast. But mm-hmm. Massachusetts actually had a thing um, forever. Like, there was, you couldn't even call it happy hour. Like it wasn't allowed. Like there's no such fucking thing. I don't know, man, dude. I was it when I was growing up. You couldn't buy booze on fucking Sundays. Like you had to go to a bar. Like you couldn't just go to a store and buy liquor or beer. You just couldn't do it. Some fucking Puritan rule from when the fucking Mayflower hit. They kept it. Like Massachusetts is fucked up. But whatever. I digress. I mean, it's like Pennsylvania has the weird liquor rules, too. Like, you can buy it at a certain place. Uh, But apparently, you can. uh, they'll sell fireworks to anybody, except for people who actually live there. So, uh, I know when I was younger, my dad would basically, like a bootlegger, uh, go down to the uh, Pennsylvania border. I'd cover up with blankets and sheets and then bring it back to uh, to New York again. So We did the same thing because New Hampshire would sell them, and we'd drive across the line and get it. I mean, you see the stadies lined up at the border waiting to pull people over. There's a ton of money in fireworks, dude. Like a lot of wise guys, like legit, like 
like mafia guys, like they make a shit ton of money on that. Like a couple guys just got indicted on that uh, in New York. And like when you look at how much money they were making off of fucking illegal fireworks, it was like, holy shit. <laughs> like, I saw, I that actually reminds me. I, I saw an article that in uh, Rochester, apparently, do you know if there's a black market for used cooking oil? <laughs> no, I don't. So no. they arrested, apparently there were three or four restaurants and they were complaining that people were breaking in and stealing like the old cooking oil, like kind of like in Fight Club when they hop the fence to steal like yeah. that and everything yeah. that makes soap. Yeah, yeah. So they were stealing the cooking oil, and the cops were like, "All right, like I don't really understand the value and why they're doing." <laughs> right. But they ended up raiding a warehouse, and there was like three or four giant like tanks, like, yeah. fifteen thousand gallons of used cooking oil, and apparently you can sell it like four or five bucks a gallon for, and you can make like uh, like fuel and everything out of that. So interesting. Yeah, they also found a nine millimeter handgun in the office and uh, like a hundred thousand dollars in cash. So yeah, Damn. so this is a racket that didn't even knew fucking existed. You boys up in I- Rochester get busted left and right. You had that gambling racket get busted up. Yep. <laughs> now you got. Yep. If, you, if you if you come to the P- yeah, I mean, I, if you go for the PGA, do not, uh, if you're going to rent a car, don't get a Kia or a Hyundai because they are stealing them and then crashing them into businesses to steal the cash registers and ATMs. Yeah. So, so I, uh, you know that yeah. started on that. You know that started on TikTok, right? I know it did. Actually, the city roster is now suing TikTok. Uh, or actually, so no, they're suing Kia and Hyundai. They're suing Kia Hyundai in order to uh, basically say, hey, fix your uh, security settings on your car. So uh, good luck with that. Yeah, I saw a chat. Uh, it was like, uh, I, I can't remember. It was like it was either New York Metro, or Chicago uh, Metro area, and like <laughs> the auto theft, and it was like all the regular cars like this. That it was like Kia Hyundai, yep. <laughs> like over the last. It was crazy, man. Yeah, I, I think there's been 1,200 carjackings in Rochester alone this year. It's... Wait, carjackings or car thefts? Well, jackings and thefts. Yeah, you motherfuckers yeah. are carjackings. Yeah, it, it's it's not it's not good. <laughs> It's not it's not a good team roster. So yeah, if you are coming to the PGA next month, definitely do not enter the city with a Kia or Hyundai. It will yeah. it will be gone very even, quick. You can't even strap up in New York, right? Like unless you got a, a New York license no. to carry, right? No. Yeah. So no, you're worried about so you're getting worried about getting hijacked without anything. That sounds fun. Yeah, basically, uh, the cops are giving away those clubs they put over the steering wheels. That's really your only option at that point. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, so go on T, like the made for TV product, go dial that up and go buy them because I think they ran out actually. That's fucking hilarious. It is. So, <laughs> all right, well, now that we put off uh, talking about the Mexico Open, <laughs> talking about crime in Rochester, New York. Uh, great. Yeah, you know, home of the PGA Championship. Why don't we take a quick break <laughs> and then let's finish up my betting card? Let's do it. All right, listen, Shady Rays Palais of the Day contest. We're running a special Palais of the Day contest for people who bought their shades from ShadyRays.com using promo code SGPN each day of the NFL Draft, the Sports Gaming Podcast, will release the Shady Rays Palais of the Day. If the Palais hits, the cash will be awarded to one lucky listener. Go to SportsGamingPodcast.com slash Shady to start getting shady. I didn't realize how many how bad Palais was until I had to say it like 10 times in a row for my accent. I even hear it. That's how terrible it is. Ale. That's not a good that's not a good word for my accent. No, it definitely <laughs> no. isn't. <laughs> no, definitely not. But on top of that, our friends at Shady Rays also got you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and much more. Shady Rays is an independent sunglass company that offers world-class product just as good as any expensive pair. We've worn durable 
frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. And that's not all. Shade Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break a pair, even on day one, they told us they'll send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. Wear Shade Rays with confidence because... They have your back long after your purchase. And with Shady Rays, you can look good and feel good. To date, they've donated over 20 million meals to fight hunger with Feeding America. If you don't love them, exchange them for a new pair and return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop for Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. So exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out the best deal of the year. You go to ShadyRays.com. Use promo code SGPN for 50% off two or more pair of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the Shades rated five stars by 200,000 people. All right. All right. Betting cat time. Yes. All right. So you got one. Who do you got? All right. Well, I started my uh, car with Gary Woodland 30 to one. That has since plummeted to uh, low 20s. Yeah. But I saw that. I'm like, look, you know, I, I've been saying all year and didn't work at the Valspar, but the guy's been winning at some of these crap events with weak fields, have a little bit of win equity behind them. You know, they're veterans. They know what it's like to win. So, you know, I'll take a guy, Gary Woodland, playing very, you know, like hitting the ball pretty well, pretty yep. good with his long irons. Doesn't score very well because I think he's still really bad around the green, but play has been putting okay. I kind of like that. Yep. The fact that his putter's been coming alive. So, um, you know, he's been, he's ended uh, okay history on Pat's Palum, okay history on some of the other comp courses I looked at with a lot of longer approach shots. So I start with Gary Woodland 31. And then now I don't know what I'm going to do. Uh, I don't know if I should just <laughs> bite the bullet and bet John Rom like everybody else on pgtour.com. No. Uh, that was a yes. unanimous bet, by the way, uh, for everybody on that website. You know what it's like, you know, when you watch Sunday Night Football and the whole panel picks one team? Yeah. He just doesn't win. It does not. So I'm with you on Gary. I was only get, able to get 25. Um, okay. But that was fine for me. I was happy with that. Um, his ball striking numbers are ridiculous right now. Uh, what is he? I think he's like third in the field. Which makes sense yeah. given the quality of the field. But his ball striking numbers are good. He actually gained putting uh, last time he was out after he began it. So maybe he's starting to figure it out with a flat stick a little bit, which is always dangerous to say with him. But like you, uh, give me the pedigree. Give me the guy who is, you know, uh, he's a much better golfer than guys priced around him. So I, I love Gary there. Um, okay. So uh, the rest of my card is kind of, kind of gross, but not really. All right. I really. So it wasn't gross until I realized, like, I bet Patrick Rogers at 31. Um, he is everybody I think is betting him. Um, obviously, he had a top 10 here last time, right? Coming in good form, you know, with, uh, with a top five at Valero, you know, top 20 at uh, RBC, I think. And look, he's he's fine on the driving distance, he's not short, he's not long, but he's not, you know, cripplingly short. His ball striking numbers are fine. Um, but off the tee, he does well. And you know, look, he's played here once already. Uh, I I like it at 31. Like, I felt like that was kind of a fair number. What you <laughs> for, for this, no, you listen, man, we've talked about it since the beginning, right? Like, like we can't turn our noses up at numbers like this. Like, it is what it is. Like, this is the hand we're dealt. Rogers anywhere else wouldn't be 30 to 1 and feel fair. But in this field, kind of feels fair. I mean, for a guy who's never won for 30 <laughs> to 1, it feels fair. I'm just saying. I, I get it. I get it. I don't know if I can do that. Yeah, I mean, and I don't look like I, I understand I he's got the length. The iron number's been very good. I mean, probably should have won Valero. He followed that up with a decent finish at Heritage, too. Um, yep. He's got some okay history on past Pollum. Obviously been okay here. All right, that wasn't a strong argument, but I'm I'm not 
totally against it. Yeah, so. it's, yeah he's, I think he's the most tip golfer, though, so I would factor that in. I mean, other, <laughs> other than John Rahm. Well, no, on golf Twitter. Golf okay. Twitter is not tipping fucking John Rahm. Okay. Um, Has anybody like repeat? Have you seen anybody like repeatable just single bet Rom? Uh no, I don't think so. Okay, so just I've the been, entire I've golf gambling community is kind of like, all right, we don't care. We're just going to follow our. Else. We're going to follow our blueprint of just betting a couple guys thirty to fifty to one and just call it a day. Yeah, I mean to be honest, though, I haven't really checked the the normal suspects. I haven't looked at Andy or I haven't listened to Joe's shit. I haven't I haven't looked at uh, BK. So I haven't looked at anybody's stuff. I was okay. fucking busy today, um, so I, I don't really know. Um, okay. But yeah, I can't. I can't imagine anybody betting him at two and a half to one. It's different, like when we bet him at the Masters at fucking ten, two and a half. That's fucking silly. Yeah, it's I mean, for, for, to make it worth my while, I probably have to bet at least three to three and a half units. Oh, yeah, at least. I don't know if I want to do that. I don't know if I want to do that. No. No. All right. No. If if Rom, um, if Rom burns me this week, so be it. But, you know, maybe I can find a different way. Maybe there's something yeah. maybe positional. I can check that out. Good luck with that, buddy. All right. <laughs> top five up. market. Top, how about top five market, maybe? Top five was still uh, laying juice. Is it really? So they, yeah. so, they re- so they really don't want. They don't want any round money. Yeah. No round money. That's no fun. <laughs> yeah. Minus yeah. 130. Oh, God. Yeah. If it was minus 105. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe, but even then, like that's, I don't think it's worth it. What about especially, his, if you get, especially if you get dead heated? If you what, get about dead his, heated. what about his matchups? Um, so it was like oh, uh, minus two hundred over Finau. Holy yeah, I was crap! About to say, yeah, you got to take Finau. It's the only one they matched him up against, and it was like I think I saw like minus two twenty. Then you know what? Then Rom's just not on the card. Then yep, that's that's kind of that's kind of all right. I fine, say, say Levy. Say Levy. So the next guy I got, I think this is your boy Benny Ann, right? You like Benny Ann. I actually don't like Ben Ann this week. But, no, but you typically like Ben Ann, right? I typically do, but so why I don't, don't you know, like I, him? I, well, all right. So his pass column history is garbage here. He's really I, don't, can't even see, I didn't even find pass column history on him. Where the hell are you seeing that? Like probably Mayakoba and Corrales. And I mean, if you just take total mm. strokes gain, how he's done, it's not very good. He's I got him losing 0.6 strokes per round of pass column in his career. Uh, and I don't have very good proximity numbers on his approach shots over 150. He doesn't score very well from there either. Seems like he does a little better from under 150. So I got him. He's he's 30th in the field from 135 plus. Okay, I got him. All right, I color code it, and it's blue. His approximity okay. going blue back, bad. going yeah, back. Are, are you just looking at this year? I'm looking at uh, my normal uh, 24 and 36 rounds. That's that's a short sample size. I'm buddy. aware, buddy. I, I proximity I, that's very short. I hear you. Okay. But all right. Well, I, I don't have anyway. him doing having very good pro- proximity numbers for him. I'm I'm just off him this week. Okay, that's fair. I mean, look, and and I got him at uh, 38 to one. Okay. Um, and whatever. Look, good at Valero. Um, drive his driving distance is good. I was a slave to the B long here. It is. I will say something though with these corn fairy guys. Some of their driving distance numbers are juiced a little bit because of what they did in the fall. There were a couple of events mm. where they got. Like I think Shriners, yeah, or I think Country Cup of Jackson that really juiced a lot of their numbers. So be kind of careful about that. Like I have SH Kim averaging three hundred three off the box. I know oh. he's short. No shot. So, yeah, no way. Yeah. He's yeah. That's oh, no no. Yeah, so that's like be that. a little careful about those driving distance numbers. But he <clears throat> awesome. he's got some length to him, but he's not three twelve off the box. Mm, how about that? All right. Yeah. Well, fuck it. I don't care. It's fucking 38 to one. Um, and then, so my next guy is Matt Wallace. Uh, 
it jumped out at me when I was looking at it last night as far as the pricing. Like this guy won like fucking four events ago or five events ago, whatever it was. Yeah. And he's he's not short. Um, his approach game's solid. He's kind of squirrely off the tee, to put it nicely. But I mean, the fuck, dude, dude just won. Like, I mean, at fucking seventy to one in this field, I feel like why why the hell is he seventy to one in this field? It makes no sense. Like makes no sense to me. This guy has won and he was a really good golfer a few years ago. And it seems like he might be getting it back. 71. That, does, that does seem mispriced. Yeah. Okay. Which one he went, Puerto Rico or Corrales? Corrales. Okay. I mean, that's like 7,800 yards and past column and okay. Yep. Yeah. All right. Yeah, okay. So I saw that. That's not a bad. 71. Okay. No, I don't, like, I don't hate that. All right. And here's a guy I know you're going to yell at me about. You want to say his name since you said you think you know it? He's a scam champ. No, fuck no. I'm done with him. Luke Lynch. Good. Thank <laughs> fucking God. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm done you. with him. I'm done with okay. Sam Um, Although I couldn't find a matchup I liked. I only have one matchup this week. Um, I, I got to find one because when they matched them up, the people they matched Scam Champ up with, I was like, ah, I can't even fucking do that. Okay. Um, but Luke List, why not? Same thing. All right. Okay. Same thing. Okay. Long, can't putt worth it. Yeah. It's been really bad. But 75 to one, in, I, that's what I keep going back to. I'm like, in this field, like, this price is wrong. Like, he shouldn't be 75 to one. Like, just his pedigree alone. And you can see flashes of it. And I mean, this course is pretty fucking gettable, right? I mean, I don't know if it's gettable. I mean, I think 18 under won it last year. Yeah, that's gettable. I mean, when I think gettable, I think like 25 under at this point with these guys. Like, like, it, yeah, like, like there's a lot. Like, if you don't get to like 20, the tournament, like with how far these guys hit it, and that's fair. Yeah, um, I don't hate that. His long iron numbers are very good. Yeah, yep. I can. Pro- I, I, I get. I get that. That fits my pedig- my profile of yep. veteran who's won, been around the block. If he's in the crucible, he knows how to get it done. Okay, that's yep. that's an option. His ball striking numbers. Are, so I keep I keep, keep reminding myself. I'm like, man, these look great, and I'm like, oh yeah. But, about the field, I'm thinking because yeah. it's compared to the field. I'm like, oh, so yeah. it's mostly the off the t- uh, it's mostly off the tee with him. The iron numbers have been for Luke List Sanders not great, not great, not yep. great. Yeah, okay. but whatever, man. Like, like I said, seventy five to one. And then I'm going, uh, I'm going back to Eric Cole. <laughs> I mean, I just, I just I mean, he's short. He is he's a little short, but he's not that short. Let me pull it up. So his approach numbers are really good. Okay. Uh, I couldn't find shit on him on pass ball. Um, I mean, he's still hit. So like. He's still hitting over 300 for his average. It's 303. Like, so, I mean, I don't feel like that's wicked short. Like, it's not, it's, it's middle of the road, right? It's not like he's cripplingly short. And his around the green game is usually what fucking kills him. Um, and look, I've been, a, I, I, listen, I didn't know who, the, I, if I tripped over him before the Honda, I would have known who the fuck he is. But um, I've enjoyed watching him play since the, since the Honda. It's a cool story. And fucking 90 to 1, why not? I don't give a shit. All right, so I have a T22 at Corrales and a T27 at Maikoba. Not horrible. Yeah, not bad. Okay. Not bad. All right. That's, That's it. End of okay. card. All right. So let me tell you where my head's at. All right. I could just say screwing by Fino. He's been kind of he's been kind of shitty off the tee lately. It's most so that's For Tony that is, so that's a problem. Um the distance is down with him. And he's not hitting as many fairways. Now the fairways, don't that's matter. fine. I don't really care. The fact that he has his distance is down. That injury, injury maybe, possibly. 
but the irons have been but the irons have been good though irons have been great yeah they've been great so like i don't know so that's but you're right the it's been kind of lackluster with him it's been a lot of top 20s not really in contention yep so maybe that's a no uh i could go patrick rogers which feels gross but i could do that it does feel gross (laughs) um is Matt McNeely just dead? I, I, he's dead to me. He's dead to you. Why, yeah, is he play, dead? Why is he dead to you? Has he played one fucking event in the calendar year? No, he hasn't. Let me pull it up. No, no. He's been bad, but he had that T7 at Sony, and then he had that I oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. injury. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I... He's, he's, done, he's done nothing. I mean, he did hit his irons okay of Heritage. He missed the fucking cut. I know he did, because off the tee was terrible. All what's right, his, you, know, you, you know what? No, no, his, his distance. So his overall distance numbers are pretty good going back two years, but ever since the yeah. injury, it's been a power leak. So you know what? No. Okay. All right. No math. Like it. How about Grio? I'm never a Grio guy. So. Okay. So T7 Heritage, he's got a little bit of pop off the team. Really good with the long approach shots. Uh, very good history on past Palum. He's got a lot of good finishes at, uh, I think he's got like a T3 at Puerto Rico. He's got some Mycoba good finishes. Uh, pretty good on some other golf courses with a lot of longer approach shots. Um, I mean, he was pretty good at TBC Twin Cities a couple of years ago. I mean, Finau did well last year. Cam Champ won it. He did well last year, too. That's like 55 to 1 for a guy who's won before. Ben, I don't hate block. it. I don't hate it. I just, I'm just, I can, uh, he's a guy that like, I feel like I never got right in DFS. So, like, I, I just, he's one of those guys who just stay away from. Now, I did notice with his career, too, like, when he has, like, kind of spikes, he tends to go in little runs. Like, and you saw a little bit last fall with him where I think he finished T4 at Sanderson, and then a couple weeks later, he finished T4 at Zozo. Okay. Um, last year, he, or a couple years ago, T3 at 3M, and then I think he had, like, another top five finish around that, too. Okay. So it kind of goes goes in little spurts. Yeah, I could I consider it. that. I don't hate it. Uh, Alex Smalley, sixty five to one. I initially looked at him when I was talking about it last night, just based on like your profile. He missed the cut pretty bad at the last event, didn't he? He did. He's been he's been very 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 bad. Uh, it yeah. seems like at Heritage though, off the tee because he could not find fairways. He was bad, but a gain on approach, lost only a little bit with around the green, gain putting, really good on pass pollen. Like, like his his results on pass pollen, he has a 14th at Corrales and a 22nd. He's got a second at Corrales, a sixth at Mexico. Guy likes pass pollen. Okay. And I'm I'm still a believer in his talent. Yeah. Okay. Behind that. Uh Garrett Higo. Yeah, I like Ego. I thought about it. Okay. Uh, I, I talked about I it on the previous show. Uh, one of the European golf courses I mentioned, I think Golf Costa Adeje in the Canary Islands. He okay. uh, won one of those events and then came, I think, T8 in another. So decent past Palom. Uh, got a little bit of length to him. He spiked a little bit. I mean, he almost won. He did very well at Sanderson. I think he did well at Amex, too. Yeah. Guy was won before. Uh, Congaree yeah. was a golf course, a lot of longer approach shots, and he won there. That's a maybe. Uh, well, Lanto, 90 to 1. I feel like he's, it's, I mean, is he, 
back from injury yet? Like so, yep. So he came. So he came back from injury. He had a no, no. But I mean, is he back from injury? Like, not as he played. All right. So he. he All right. So he withdrew from Genesis. He played a uh, a Corn Fairy event. Finished T sixteen. Then went to Valero. Finished T fifteen. Okay. And then cut. And then cut a Heritage. Right. I mean, I'm fine with it. I just. No, he's not dead. I mean, I looked at him too, like especially for when I look at like DraftKings stuff. He just, I just don't know what to make of the data, right? Because it's like I remember him a certain way, and it's like, well, if he's coming back from injury, how much am I taking from it? You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Like, I just don't know okay. what to do with him yet. All right, uh, Will Gordon, seventy to one, long out the box, decent iron numbers, pretty good with the long approach shots. Yep. Uh, good finish in Mayakoba, so I know you can do it in Pass Palum. And I'm just a sucker for the guy. I know you are. He's an option. Uh, and then um, Nikolai Hoygaard. Okay. I got, feel, I got a feeling he's popular. I, I like a oh, lot. He's super, he's super popular. I know he is, but it's because probably, I'm just going to be honest, I don't think there's a lot of uh, donkeys betting this event this week. It's probably a lot of guys who... Are sharp who are paying attention who think they can find some edges. Yeah. So, uh, won the Raz Al Camina Golf uh, Championship that was on Pest Palm, uh, T4 that Canary Islands uh, Championship, the one that Hagos won, uh, 10th at Yachts Golf Links that's past Palm, second at Corrales that's past Palm, T13 at um, Al Mouge Golf, the Raz Al Camina again. Okay. So, you know, the second at Corrales, there's no strokes gain numbers from that. So that would look better on paper. Fifth at Thailand. There's no short game number on that either. Probably the iron numbers look a little better too. Okay. Hit his irons pretty good at Zurich. So if I don't bet Finau and I don't bet, bet and I don't bet Rom. Don't bet Rom. I wouldn't bet Finau either. You still gotta risk fucking two units at least for fucking Finau. Probably it's either Finau or I just go a couple of guys down the card. I would go a couple of guys down the card. And then, and then, and then, join me on Wallace. Make me feel better. Join me on Wallace. I don't know if I want to join you on Wallace. (laughs) I feel like he got his win and that's it. Yeah, maybe it could be. What what about Wyndham Clark? He's like fucking eighteen to one. Bet Wyndham Clark eighteen. I mean, is there a difference between eighteen one Wyndham Clark and twenty eight to one Patrick Rogers? This I I got thirty one. Yeah, it's fifteen. Whatever. Fifteen points. That's what the difference is. (laughs) Fifteen. All right, you know what? Let's make some bets then. One guy's got a three and one guy's got a one. All right, I'm going to bet Hoygaard. Okay. And I can get him at, uh, so this is my offshore. I get Hoygaard at 28. Okay. So let's do that. Um, I can get Will Gordon at, oh, did Griel withdraw? I don't know. Oh Did no. He? He's got Did the he? little he's got the little lock notification uh here. So that's not good. Up. I'll look. All right. Let's add Nick let's add Hoygard. Twenty to one. So based on how I bet, I know this is a great rate. Great fucking podcast, exactly. Uh, that's, okay, so I'm up to about 0. .6 units total. I want to get to about one and a quarter total. I'm going to join, I'm going to join now, Rogers. He's been playing yeah. good, and you know what? It's fine. Right. So I can get him at, I can get him well, at 30. We're all going to lose when Rob Boat raises this fucking thing anyway. 
Yeah, but you know what? We'll have fun losing it. You know that. All right, so I'm up about <laughs> 0.87 units. Uh, let's bet. Crap. My window just gave out. Okay. Uh, you keep talking through your bets for a second. Give me a second. Okay. How about... You know, screw it. Will Gordon, 60 to 1. Okay, that's going to be... And I can fit one more. All right, so Woodland, Hoygaard, Rogers, Gordon. I can fit somebody about 30 to 1. So I could do... I mean, should I just bet Smalley at that point? I just bet Smalley. All right. And that's going to be... One point two units late. Okay, all right. Here's the card. We got Nikolai Hoygar twenty eight to one, Gary Woodland thirty to one, Patrick Rogers thirty to one, Alex Smalley fifty five to one, and Will Gordon sixty to one. You know what? If John Rahm is going to burn me this week, if Tony Finau burns me this week, say la vie. Uh, I got some maybe other positionals I can work on. We'll see what happens. So, Capper, where'd you go, buddy? Are you just gone? All right. Well, I guess uh, Capper is gone for right now. So here's some other stuff I bet. Um, I got a top 20. I'm going to back up my outright on Gary Woodland. Top 20 plus 120. Again, I just mentioned really good with the long irons, really good ball striker. Uh, some decent success in past Palum. You know, only a 224 finish here last year, but it's not horrible. So Gary Woodland, top 20 plus 120. I just told you I love Nikolai Hoygaard this week. I think a lot of people are going to like Hoygaard, but uh, I love the good past problem history over on the European tour backed it up with a second place finish. Corrales, uh, top 20 on him plus 145. And then Emiliano Grio, top 20 plus one, uh, 210 on him. Uh, seventh place finish at Heritage. I just mentioned that he tends to kind of go on little runs when he has a good finish. Uh, I mentioned lat at the fall, fourth place in Sanderson, uh, and then fourth place in Zozo. So the fact that he has a seventh at Heritage, maybe go a little bit of a run. Very good past problem history, too. Um, let's go with him. Top 20 for Emiliano Grillo plus 210. So, so he's still in? Uh, I don't know if he's still in, but <laughs> he, I bet him. Uh, actually, you know what? I'm going to... I was trying to pull up... up. Um, I, I can pull it up on Twitter. Um, what's his name? Um, now, you know what? There's nothing about it. I think just my book is being dumb. So you know what? Because <laughs> I haven't laid the bet yet. Maybe I'll replace Gordon or Smalley with Grillo. Okay. We'll call it a day. Okay. Actually, you know what? No, Grio's not going to win, right? Why would you put that in the ether? Then you're going to make me FOMO bet him. All right, then you know what? <laughs> Will, Will Gordon, you're not going to win. <clears throat> Rio, you're going to be. <laughs> All right. But with whatever price I can get him at. So, so what did you run through? You, ran, right. through your, you, you ran through your all right, so, so All right, so it's going to be Hoygar 28 to 1, Gary Woodland 30 to 1, Patrick Rogers 30 to 1, Alex Smalley 55 to 1, Emilio Grillo. I think I saw him at like 40 or 45 to 1. Whenever my book opens him back up, actually, you know what? Why don't I just go to another book? What is he on DraftKings right now? I'll just say that's the price. Can you access DraftKings then? No, I can't. I can look at the odds. I can't actually bet on oh. it though. I got you. Uh, Grio is oh 50 to one. Perfect. Okay. Well, Grio 50 to one. All right. You know what? Maybe Will Gordon will be a top 20 then. 
at whatever price I can get him. All right, so I can get a top 20 on Will Gordon at... And that was a great radio. Holy shit. The, my, holy shit. Plus 185? Got... Fine. That works for me. All right, just, what's your what's your holy shit? I just got a miracle cover. Fucking, uh, I bet the Orioles <laughs> to score over four and a half runs against my shitty fucking okay. Red Sox and terrible Corey Kluber. They had one run in the bottom of the ninth. It is now 8-6. I hammered that thing, too. Now I might not drown tonight. Now I might not drown when the uh, Orioles, or the Orioles, the... Uh, Stupid fucking Islanders win tonight. So, All right, yeah. there you go. All right, why don't we take an hour break and then we'll we'll wrap up uh, our betting cards for uh, the Mexico? Let's Open. do it. Okay. All right. Well, listen, we're brought to you guys by Underdog Fantasy. The NBA and NHL playoffs are here, and what better way to get down on some player prop palais than over at Underdog Fantasy? Besides NHL, NBA, and MLB games, they've also got NFL best ball drafts for you, real sickos, uh, with a guaranteed half a million dollars in prices. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to 100 bucks. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. And listen, part of SGPN's draft week, SGPN is holding a free NFL draft prop contest exclusively for our members of Discord. It's completely free to join, and the winner gets 250 bucks in cash and a $50 SGPN gift card. Go to sportsgamingpodcast.com slash Discord and go to the NFL channel for the sign-up link. All right, what else you got? Okay, so we've been teasing this for a little bit. And, uh, you know, so the PGA Championship is coming to my hometown, uh, Rochester, New York. And we've been trying to tease an appearance, uh, maybe a little bit of a live show. We'll see what happens. But we finally locked down a venue. So on Friday, May 19th, from 7 to 9 p.m., myself, Brian Kirshner of the Tap and Birdie podcast, and Andy Lack, we're all going to be at Big Oak Driving Range. Uh, I rented a couple of bays. They're top tracer bays. Think Top Golf. Nice. Uh, it's got a full bar there. So from seventy nine, we'll be hanging out. Uh, we might do a, a contest. Maybe get out some SGPN gift cards. Maybe a long drive contest. Maybe we'll play another little like target practice game. So we'll give those out. And uh, as long as I can get the Big Oak to cooperate, I'm going to call them tomorrow. We'll do a live show at eight o'clock. Well, after round two, we'll talk about maybe some bets we're going to make over the weekend, kind of recap what we saw. Nice. It's going to be a good time. So, and by the way, it's free to come. Uh, so just show up. There'll be food, uh, cash bar. So you got to pay for that, but come hang out with myself, Brian, Andy, Lack, a couple of my friends, a couple of our listeners in town. Uh, it'll be a yep. good time. So if you're in town for the PGA, uh, come to big O driving range in East Rochester, New York. If you have you know any other questions, DM my producer. He's also going to be in town too. We'll give you some more details. So yeah, when we talk about this for next month, give me a reminder, but if you're going to be in town, come hang out with us on Friday, May 19th. Let's have some fun. Perfect. Nice. Dude, that's, that top, that top tracer driving range shit is fucking beautiful. Oh yeah. Like it's, it's, so you know, it, it's a lot of fun. Like if you ever been to top golf, it's basically the same thing. They just built this about a year ago. It's got couches, bar tables. Yeah. It's really nice. It's covered too. So even if it rains, yeah. we'll be fine. Um, yeah. If you're in town for the PGA, want to come hang out with a couple of podcasts and uh, maybe see a live show, uh, definitely come hang out with us. Uh, that, uh, Are you doing that on Friday? Yep. Friday from seven okay. to 9 PM after okay. round two. Cool, man. All right. Good. Show. Okay. All right. So positionals. Do you have any positionals? Yeah, I have uh, too many positionals, especially for this garbage event. Okay. Um, All right. So I know I told you not to bet Finau because <laughs> okay. he's squirrely off the tee, but 
a top 10 for him, I got it minus 105. Okay. Which I feel like in this event, like whatever. I didn't hammer it, but I liked it versus Rob's like minus fucking 290 top 10. Yeah, at, at, at that point. <laughs> I mean, like I, I also remember when Rom showed up to Fortnite oh, yeah. as like a giant favor and he missed a cut there. So yeah. it is, it is possible. Yeah. For him okay. to, you know, just blow that. But Rom missed cuts like 13, 14 to one, I think. I mean, that's not actually going to happen though. Right? I know. No. But I, I saw our producer, Max Bennett, and it's like, all right, I'll, I'll take your action. What's on Ma- that. Max bet that. I don't know, like five bucks, Max bet. <laughs> I, think I, was like, I was like, wait a second. It was fucking late. Five hundred dollars on that. I'm like, what are you talking about? I have about? no idea. But because um, um, locals, because so for those of you who don't know, we don't get limited at locals. We just get shut down and moved off books when we win. And they typically, your max bet is typically five hundred to like a thousand dollars, right? Okay. So that's typically what it is. We don't get limited. We just get you can't bet here anymore. Okay. So I guess I guess the question. Let's round back to this. If you could only make one bet on Rom this week, then. Like if you're just hell bent, you want to have ROM on your card. Is it just sucking it up at like plus two fifty, plus two seventy five no. the outright? And no. Is it just laying minus one eighty five over Finau in the matchup? I guess. Is it minus one thirty in the top five? I guess if I guess I do the Finau one. Just because at least I'm <laughs> that's a lot of juice. I know. I don't like any of them. He's nowhere on my god. All right. I guess I do the Finau one because I don't know. Because at least you have the ability where, like, if Rom plays, at least Finau can still fuck up, right? Rom still has to play good and very good to get in the top five. Okay. So, like, I All guess right. I, I should do that. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't advise any of it. None of it. None of it. Yeah, I wouldn't either. And I'm a Rom. You know, I'm a Rom guy. Like, I, I've single bullet bullet Rom numerous times. But like, okay. no, not three to one. Now, a couple like top 40 bets that I don't have access to, but if I did, um, Ches Reeby's playing good again. I know. And it seems like he's putting well again. And like his long iron numbers are actually one of the best in this field. Uh, he's hitting okay. his irons pretty good. Now, the problem is he doesn't score very well in any of those approach <laughs> shots because he sucks putting in around the green. But that putter has been okay. I mean, he's got pretty good pass problem history. He did okay here last year. I don't hate that. Yeah, I mean, what's his what what's what can I get for a top twenty on Ches Reeby? I don't know. I was going to ask you the same thing because my, my the rest of my top twenties are pretty plus I mean, three go, plus three twenty. Do you like that? Do you like that? Or do you like Lipsky better at plus three forty five? Because I bet that one. I mean, Lipsky. He's playing pretty good. He is playing good. I like played um, well here last year. He did play well here last year. I like the fact that Reeby's hitting the ball a little better and his long iron numbers a little better too. And so Lipsky is very at? good. It's around the green, and I don't think that's a big advantage here. Fine. What would you get Reeby at? I can get Reeby at top 20 plus 320. But that's a dead heat, right? So I'll probably. No, that's actually. And on. this offshore, it's actually not. Oh, sweet. So I could probably get the same. Yeah. Thing. Okay. All right. So I like right, that. So I might right, add you that. You know what? Screw it. I hit Taylor Gooch last week. Let's add this. <laughs> I'm on vacation, too. I don't care. All right. That's 320 right. for top 20 for Ches Reeby. Drinking beers and placing top 20s on Ches Reeby. Can- yeah, I'm going in the hot tub right. after this. So. <laughs> There you go. Oh, the Outer Banks hot tubs. The I know. Oh, my, um, this house is the best house we've stayed in so far. And yeah, really? Oh, it's fantastic. Nice. It is. It's really nice. Uh, the only problem with it is, uh, so like the downstairs game room, 
Yeah. Usually where I would record a podcast, there's no couch or anything. Really? So I'm kind of stuck in this little alcove right here. It's not great, but you overall, where you're in Kill Devil, so where? Are no, I'm. I'm in. Uh, well, I don't want to say where exactly where I'm at. I know. In case there's stalkers, I don't know. <laughs> We're getting popular, dude. Maybe we yeah. got a stalker now. We don't. But wait, <laughs> no, we don't. Actually, I look at the download numbers. No one from the Outer Banks uh, <laughs> listens to us. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought I'm you were in Kill Devil. I'm so no. I'm somewhere between Corolla and Hatteras. How about that? Oh, well, I know what that is then. Okay. okay. The, um, that's the entire Outer Banks. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like, but uh, so the the nicest house I stayed at there was when it was just me and my wife when she was like pregnant. And so, like, I didn't drink. We had like three kids. And it was, I don't know, it was like an MTV house. It was ridiculous. Um, <laughs> it was it's, like it's the back real world? I, dude, it was ridiculous. Did you have a confessional like, too? Yeah, dude, I mean, it was a, there was three hot tubs, like uh, yeah. a fucking pool. I was on the beach, and I was like, "This is ridiculous." But whatever, this when I had money to spend for no reason. Um, the house we stayed at with Tommy was super nice, though. When we go, because um, that yeah, was I mean, all, like, that was right on the beach. Yeah, I mean, for anybody looking for a vacation like destination, by the way, the Outer Banks is great. Like, it's not that expensive to come here, and you get a giant house, yeah. really good restaurants. There's decent golf too. I mean, yep. it's like we bet we've we've done the same type of trip, and like. Cape Cod and Jersey, we pay a lot more for this place. So I would definitely recommend the Outer Banks. I mean, we talk yeah. about it in the, the our little mailbag show. Yeah. Uh, I Love think there's the a reason Banks. why we keep coming back here. Yeah, it's it's great. It's, it's seriously like and these houses, like the one we got with Tommy and Teresa, it was like fucking, I don't know, fucking 14 bedrooms, 12 bedrooms or whatever. So you can, if you have another family that you're comfortable with vacationing with, because you have to be comfortable with these people if you're going to vacation, right? Yeah. Like, that's a good test. And, like, uh, our families vacation great together because we each got fucking a bazillion kids. But they all pair off. They all get rooms. They all do this. And, like, yeah, and, uh, it's, a, it's a great spot for that. And it, the sticker shock for some of the houses are fine. But if you're splitting with a couple, if you break it off over seven days, it's really not that bad. No. Um, no, even so, if you're just yeah. paying for the whole thing, it's not that bad either. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. Uh, all right. Do you got any matchups? I don't bet matchups. Do you have any matchups? Well, I, I, let me finish my let me let me finish my top. Okay, sorry twice. about that. No, no, you're fine. The um, I got Jaeger at plus one eighty five because he's super fucking long, and I have him in DFS all the time. Why not in the shit field? Almost two to one. Is he? I was able is to get he rock- super long. He's longish. How's that? I he makes that. a lot of e- he makes a lot of eagles. So in my brain, it means he's oh super long. okay. <laughs> I mean, I got him averaging two ninety seven off the box, so that's not long. I know he's at okay, a distance, so that's wrong, but... but yeah, he's added distance, but he makes a lot of eagles, and that's in my brain. That's why I think he's long. And I knew as soon as I said it out loud, I wanted to like put it back in, but it just makes a lot of eagles. <laughs> that is true. So his proximity numbers suck from over one fifty, but he's one of the better scorers from over one fifty, which means he converts a lot of eagles. So you're yeah. right. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, I was able to get Patrick Rogers at plus one thirty five. Wallace okay. at plus two fifty. I got Lipsky at plus uh, three fifty. I took Wyndham Clark at even. I'm ashamed. I know, me too. Okay. Did you see my face drop when I when I started going down my sheet? I was like, oh, I did that. Um, Wyndham I took Clark. Uh, your boy. Wop wop. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Hoygaard uh, okay. at plus one forty. Okay. And that's it for that. Okay. Oh, I took guys. Uh, took McNeely to miss the cut at uh, plus two eighty. You're just picking on him. Oh, yeah. Here's another name that I look at. Is Tara Pendrith just dead? He sucks. What happened to that dude? He was awesome last year. 
Yeah, I don't know what happens to him. He stinks. And he's going to be like, he's going to be the pivot play in DFS because he's 9,200. And he fits what you're supposed to be able to do, right? He's long, yeah. what is he? He's long off the box, but, you know, yeah. can't putt worth a shit. Now, people are probably going to, tr- people are going to try and cite that T13 at the Zurich that maybe he's back, but Data Golf actually estimated what he did on his own ball. And he sucked. He was definitely the oh, None of that shit that counts. Game. Yeah. Dude, he, he back to bass mixed mix cut, mixed, mixed, missed, oh my God, missed cuts, wow. 70 at uh, Corrales, 69th of the players, missed cut, 40. Dude, he hasn't been good since Pebble. Yeah. I have, I have really bad past pollen history on uh, Eric Pendrith. And, I, and listen, I'm, I'm sure that's the sharp move to like move to Pendrith and DFS, but fucking have fun with that. Like a fucking okay. smashed assholes. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, any other positions, or you want to talk about your matchups? I only have one matchup right now. Okay, that's it. And it's you're gonna. It's just Gary over fucking McNeely. <laughs> like I couldn't. I couldn't find any of that. Like I was super strong on, and I've been taking them off. But I was like, let me look this week. Let me see if I dip my toe back in the water. And I was like, I'm just going Woodland over McNeely. Um, okay. Yeah. I mean, that's it. Like right. I just don't trust McNeely at all. Should I just bet McNeely at this point? Because yeah, you probably Miss should. Cut, Miss Neely, building a yeah. matchup. <laughs> probably should. Oh, you God. probably should. I mean, and that would be an, that would be an, given what he's done. That would be an upset if he just turned around and won. He's not been insane. Good. He's not been good. No, he'd be insane. Like what, that um, would be like like you're clinging on to the name Merrick McNeely and the fact in a miscut he hit his irons good and did everything else badly. Right. Like. At that point, it's like, all right, this is just golf, and nothing matters if he wins. Correct. So, okay, yes. this, is, this is accurate. All right. Uh, I mean, I got nothing else. Well, you got any uh, live? You, you don't know anything about the fucking live golf course? I was waiting for you to tell I, me about that. Listen, I only capacity for a. I'm on vacation. I know. B. I like capacity. Really, you only do one deep dive of a golf course, and that was the Mexico Open. The only reason why I knew anything about Adelaide was because I didn't want to cover the Zurich. So. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I right. mean, I gotta figure out. Maybe I'll, I'll text Joe or something. I gotta figure out because because some of these live numbers are pretty juicy. I will like, say, I will say this. I, I the only thing I know about Santosa is there was a negative course review where somebody went out with her husband, and the husband didn't golf, but the wife apparently does. She likes going around the world, and uh, they charged her for her husband just riding the cart. The people do that all the time. All right. Well, she wasn't happy about that. That's the only thing I know about Santosa at this point. So, like, uh, like I'll like we're in, like we'll take the wives out. Like we'll book it as like a non-playing foursome. I still got to pay for my wife, so I don't have to have two schlumps with me. That's such bullshit <laughs> that they do that. I agree, yeah. but whatever. I'm happy to pay the fifteen dollars, so I don't have Frank from fucking Delaware down from Florida talking my fucking ear off when I'm trying to hang out with my buddy, my wife, and his wife. You know what I mean? That is like, true. I actually had to move my tea time today because I booked a single. And on the website, it yeah. said, all right, only one to three available. And then a threesome yeah. actually booked with me. Like, oh, you're an, no you're moron at that point. Like, yeah. like do you yeah. not know that when it says one to three, there's a single there? So I canceled that and actually moved to a tea time. And I was a single at that point, so, which is go. good because I played like shit today. So I'm glad no one actually got to see that. Perfect. Yeah. Nice. So. Very nice. That's like, uh, you, said, you said the same thing when we played there. You were like, oh, my God. You, you had the yips off the box then, too. Maybe I it's did. something with that course. It, it, maybe it just doesn't fit my eye. Yeah, why not? Um, all right, what about NFL draft talk? How are you feeling sure. about uh, on Thursday? Yeah. I, my team fucking sucks. We're going to be two and four against our division at best. Meanwhile, 
Bill Belichick has jerked off to every press conference, talking every time we play Green Bay about Aaron Rodgers and all it takes was fucking two seconds and $60 million. Kraft didn't want to give up the money. Bill doesn't give a shit about quarterbacks. We're going to trade from 14 to fucking 26 to take some bullshit tackle. Uh, I don't know. Like, it's, I hate draft day. I hate draft day. It makes me mad because here's what's going to happen. They either fucking trade back or they're going to take some fucking bum that doesn't need to be taken at 14. Like that. That's it. Okay. That's it. But like, I hate draft day. I hate draft. All right. Well, not to spoil uh, what you're going to talk about tomorrow on the uh, SUPM mock draft, but I think you channel Bill Belichick by taking a guy who shouldn't be drafted at 14 either. So. Why? He's the best uh, we'll, receiver in the draft. We'll see, I, when I when I come up on uh, my uh, oh, you I, wanted to oh, would you take the BC kid? No, I didn't take the BC kid. Yeah. So, all right. Well, we have different BC agreements kid. about no, who. No, we have different opinions about who you actually took there. What do you mean? All right, we'll see. All right, listen. I'll oh, so you don't like him? I, listen, no, I, 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 just want the, I, I don't like him. I just want a big-bodied receiver. We don't get big-bodied receivers in New England. I just All right, well, well you just spoil what the pick is tomorrow, so. I'm, listen, it's, it's fine. There's a couple big-bodied receivers in the draft, so pick your poison yeah, at that that's point. Fair. So, uh, that's funny, though. You don't like him, though, huh? Uh, I heard Nikhil Harry cops to him. Oh, fucking Christ. I, no way. Who said that? Uh, guys, I respect. All right, fair enough. So it's like some of the guys that I looked at because I was going between him and another guy, mm-hmm. and I'm sick of taking injury reclamation projects. So I chose that guy because listen, it doesn't even matter. We're not taking a wide receiver. We're taking a fat fucking tackle. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they're going to take a receiver anyways. So no, we're definitely not. But we need one because God forbid Mac Jones has a fucking weapon. We got the Desha- What the hell's his name? Fucking uh, Paca. <laughs> and. and- yeah, and pa- pa- Paca and Pale. That's the <laughs> yeah, guy. Add that to your bingo card. <laughs> yeah, and Juju Smith Schuster, fucking washed ass. Is Fuck. he on the Patriots now? Yeah, dude, he's on the fucking Patriots. Wow, he's terrible. Thank you. And those are our two best receivers. Mm. All right, so I'm another super excited uh, about this year. Can you tell? seven and ten season where you guys are picking. Oh, we'll be again. lucky if we're seven and ten. Lucky if we're picking oh. seven and ten. I hope we go zero and sixteen. So fucking everybody gets fucking fired. Everyone. <laughs> Everything okay. got everything. All right. Um, I mean, personally, I think cornerback for the Giants is the most pressing need for them because they have kind of a bomb. What do you guys pick at? We're picking that's 24? the problem. We're picking 25. So 25. Okay. there's from what I've seen, there's like two or three really good cornerbacks. Gonzalez, right? Gonzalez, there's a there's a kid from Oregon, kid from Illinois. Oregon's the Gonzalez kid, I think. And then there's I think a kid from Maryland who's pretty good. Or no, Joey Porter Jr. That's like number three. No, he's a is he a linebacker? No, he's a cornerback. Joey's kid is a Joey's kid is a cornerback, yes. I trust me, I looked into it because I was No, because they were talking about him too. And I was like, I can't imagine Joey Porter's kid being on that team because Joey Porter hated the Patriots. Well, because he owned his bitch ass. I mean, they're they're just connecting him to Pittsburgh at this point. So they're going to take him. So, uh, but it seems like to me, everybody between four and 10 for cornerbacks is basically the same. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, if one of those guys happens to fall to the giants, I want them to go corner. If not, I don't know. I mean, we, 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 there's a lot that the giants need. They need defensive line because I don't, I think Leonard Williams might get cut after June 1st. Really? Save some, yeah. Save some cap room. Yeah, he's, he must be pretty heavy on that. Uh, our interior offensive line's pretty bad. We could use that. We use a receiver. We yeah. use linebackers. That's it's kind of unfortunate. It's kind of unfortunate. We can use everybody. Tank last year because they yeah. they need a lot. 
whatever. You're fine. Oh, you're we're fucking, oh, we're fine. Daniel Jones is fine. our quarterback. Mac Jones is my quarterback, and fucking, I have no receivers, none, zero, zero. I mean, wow. we don't have receivers either. We're basically the same boat. Sterling Shepard's gonna be we're, back, we're, baby. He sucks. I no. He, he oh, you watch no your mouth. Need. Sterling Shepard is good. He is good. He's just injury prone. I love Sterling. Yeah, that's why he sucks. Because <laughs> I like him. He was like jogging him. and blew out every single ligament in his knee. It's because it's because uh, the fucking Mavericks are too, fucking too cheap to put real turf down. They fucking they want that bullshit. Uh, he's gotten hurt on on grass too. Okay. I don't think it matters to that guy. Okay, I don't like the matters. Um, so you're not on Twitter. So did you see what happened to uh, who's the goof dick from uh, Kentucky? Who's the oh, quarterback? Will Levis. You see yeah. his numbers? Do you see what happened today? I heard that somebody, some anonymous poster said he was going what, number one. one. And that made everybody go nuts. He went from 4,000. He he's down to 4,000. He went all the way down to, uh, like, I don't know, fucking, like, plus 400. And then books just started taking the shit off the board. The, the Panthers, if that actually is real, the Panthers are, are insane to do that. That guy is Carson Wentz 2.0. Who's, who's the Panthers' new coach? Uh, I actually don't know. I don't even know. I don't know either. You know why? Because they're irrelevant, and they make stupid decisions like that. That's true. There you go. That's true. They have a hedge fund manager at the, as the... Uh, as the owner now. Listen, hedge fund guys are smart enough because they can rip off the rich all day long. They don't, I don't even have a problem with hedge fund people other than the fact that they can shift markets and they, by being removed, they fuck the normal guy, but they really fuck like rich people with the two and two. Yeah, but this, like, this David Tapper guy, he seems impulsive and a control freak. And, oh, it's uh, Tapper? It's Tapper. From yeah. Citadel? I think so. Oh. Yeah, yeah. David Tapper is the owner now, oh, and he no. he seems like Daniel Snyder 2.0. To be completely honest, he keeps from Citadel, which is uh, yeah. I could be wrong. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. I I I don't know how well it's going to go. I I have a f- a friend who's a Colts fan, and they've Ew. been linked to Will Levis, and he's going to probably uh, hang himself if uh, they take him. Oh, he's from Pittsburgh too. So that's a that's strike one. Okay. Institutional investors alpha. Da, 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 da. Can I get the name of Citadel? No, I don't think he's at. I don't think he's at um, Citadel. That's okay. another. That's another. All right, well, regardless, he seems Either very way. impulsive for an owner. So. Sweet. Okay. I'm Jerry, Jerry Jones 2.0. What can go wrong? Yeah, Jerry Jones, <sighs> Daniel Snyder. Yeah. Snyder's not an owner anymore, right? No, he, he isn't. He, but we just you no, know, he's on his way out. Daniel Snyder dies, so David Tepper can live. <laughs> Love it. There you go. All, All right. right, I got I got nothing else. You got anything else? No, nah, that's it, man. I'm uh, yeah. I'm happy. Uh, I'm happy that we got a elevated event next week. Uh, Quail Hollow, baby. Mm-hmm. You know who I'm gonna bet. Uh, Rory. Yep. Yep. Because he's gonna win. Yep. Flop lag time. Everybody's <laughs> out, including me. Give me some flop lag at Quail Hollow. I'm gonna bet Keegan. Okay. Keegan and Rory. So we don't need to do and a I'll show be- then. Just. Oh That's no it? no no! I'll have I'll have I'll have a smorgasbord okay. of other bets, sir. Right. I cannot wait. I, I love Quail Hollow. I'm fucking. I, I I know you do. You like the uh, big beefy, boring kind of soulless golf courses. So that makes sense. I like t- tough golf courses, Steve. I like I like tough golf courses. Okay, all right. So I like. Okay. Wait, so wait, who's yeah? But they'll set it up tough. They'll absolutely set it up. Oh, it's always it's always tough. I just don't think yeah. it's com- I don't think it's a very compelling golf course. But that's for it makes compelling week. golf. It makes compelling golf. It does make it, for compelling golf. You're right. Uh, when they have the same approach shot over and over, and no one can get up and down. Yeah, 
Yeah, that right. Yeah. Whatever. Go find fucking Steve uh, on, on our Discord channel. Make sure to go listen uh, to his preview and uh, go give a click to his uh, to his article. And uh, other than that, you can find me on Twitter, Boston underscore Gapper. And uh, yeah, don't forget to go do the uh, Shady Rays Palais and uh, the SGPN draft contest. We'll both be making uh, picks for the draft party. I get not picks, but an appearance on the draft party. And uh, yeah, if you're going to be up in uh, the Rochester area for the PGA, man, fucking go to that, go to that uh, golf. Thing. What the hell? It's not Top Shot. You, you fucked me up by saying Top Shot. Big O driving range. Big O driving nineteenth, seven to nine p.m. at the Boom. Top Tracer uh, base. Love it. All right. Other than that, talk to you boys next week and girls. Let's go. Cool.